Well, welcome to the Light Reading Podcast. I'm Jeff Baumgartner, a senior editor at Light Reading. And I'm Nicole Ferraro. I'm also an editor here at Light Reading. And I'm here in person with you, Jeff. I know. It's like people don't realize this. They but don't. yeah, we're actually in a, a quiet room together at the Grand Hyatt in Washington, D.C., where we are attending the ACA Connects Summit. Mm -hmm. And as you'd guess, it's uh, very policy-oriented. I love policy. Yep. So you're, I like You're it. all over it. Yes. Are you ever going to move from New York to, to no. D.C. so you can be closer to No, I'm the... close enough. I got here this morning on a 6 a.m. train. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm good. I can get here fast if I need to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, we make policies no. in New York, too, so... That's, that's I could get involved point. with those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, I like to be close. I don't want to be, like, right in the middle of it. Exactly. Them. Okay. Yeah. I like right. my space. And you're, you're a New York person. So. I'm a New York person through and through. There's okay. some bagels in my blood. You know, okay. I, I, I don't do well outside of New York. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad, I, you know, outside of Colorado, I don't do very well, you know. You're holding but, up uh, fine. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I think I, I kind of messed up the... The size of the agenda, so I'm like staying here for here five for like days longer than I was weeks, supposed to. Yeah, <laughs> I, I may have to get an apartment <laughs> to hang out, but um, that's fine. Yeah, maybe so. you can go over to the NTIA and help them, you know, get ready for bead. Yeah, because I know I'd have a lot of advice yeah. to give them, and I'm sure it'd be very welcome and helpful. Mm -hmm. Or you can pop by the FCC and help them with their broadband maps. So there's a lot. Yeah, I'm thinking I can moonlight there. Mm -hmm. You know, I can, I can do a lot of stuff yeah. in DC. All right, lot. you convinced me. I'm yeah. moving. Okay, good. All right. Good. Settled. <laughs> <laughs> but what the hell else are we doing? Yeah. Here? So, yeah. So here at the event, it was you know they they're packing a lot of sessions into one day. Yep. Um, and covering a lot of different ground. I mean, some stuff was like retrans, which okay, I, you don't really cover as closely as, as uh, some others, but there were two areas that um, I think are pretty germane to what you've been following pretty closely, and me from a little bit further out, but BEAD and uh, ACP, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And I think the ACA Connects was, you know, came out with a message that, uh, <clears throat> hey, our members, which are made up of Small, mid-sized, independent cable operators are eager to participate in BEAD um, in one way or another, but we have concerns, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and that mostly is about overbuilding, but uh, you know, we, we can chat about that a little sure. bit, but what's kind of your, your take on what they had to say? I think that was the sort of like banner message here uh, that got hammered home is that they're concerned about overbuilding. Um, and you know, there's, uh, the bead program is supposed to go to unserved locations first before it goes to underserved, but it's in those underserved locations where some of these providers have already built out um, that they're worried about federal competition coming in and, you know, basically. Uh, yeah, Grant Spellmeyer was like, <laughs> yeah. his term was, you know, we don't want all this, you know, private funding that, that's been used to build these networks to be washed away suddenly by yeah. this government funded. Right build out. Yeah. Right, exactly. So that seems to be the, the big concern around overbuilding and that's why they've, you know, sort of tried the lobbying organizations, which this is one of them, have tried to, you know, they're going to spend all of tomorrow on Capitol Hill. That's why you're not going to be Yeah, <laughs> I, I was going to ask somebody if I could just come along and, you know, I provide some insight. Right. Like, who's that joker over there? Yeah, tell him <laughs> to shut up. Yeah. 
Um, so they, yeah, they've spent a lot of time lobbying around how this money is going to be spent, uh, not just ACA, but of course the Fiber Broadband Association, WISPA, U.S. Telecom, certainly all of the, the big organizations have have had their say on how this money is being spent. And, you know, I don't think anybody is 100% happy with the outcome, but why would they be? But I think, you know, the right. main point- A government program where it all just came <laughs> exactly. together? I mean, yeah. I'm shocked. <laughs> I don't know about you, but yeah. I think yeah. the, the interesting thread on this for me is that um, they're like overbuilding bad, um, ACP good. And that's, you know, I, I agree with, some of that, um, the ACP is really good and really important. And I think Blair Levin really uh, hammered home how important it is that we refund that or all of this money is not going to make enough of a difference. It's We're going to go backwards as far as the digital divide is concerned. Yeah. Um, but for from the provider's perspective, like if they're looking out at these programs, it's like big federal pot of money that could go to fund my competitors. Um, another pot of money that's making it so that uh, people who can't afford to subscribe to broadband uh, can subscribe to broadband and become our customers. That's the pot of money that I want to see refilled um, as yeah. soon as possible because that's going to, you know, keep their. Well, I learned that. Yeah, that was one thing I learned this week is I, I yeah, I didn't realize this just because uh, I wasn't, I haven't been as close to it. But um, you know, some programs are kind of self-sustaining and everything, but. They're predicting what next year sometime that yeah, yeah AC, ACP funding will uh, come to an end unless they can uh, yeah. refund it <clears throat> and how important it is to do that. And you're right, Blair Levin was like, I'm kind of nervous about this, even though it was a bipartisan effort initially. Yeah. And Senator Lujan, I think, mentioned it too. He said mm -hmm. uh, that, yes, it was a bipartisan effort, but he's not necessarily aware that there are the votes for it uh, mm -hmm. the, to pass it again. So we should add a little context, I guess, that the ACP is the Affordable Connectivity Program. It's a $14.2 billion program that was funded through the infrastructure law to allow for people to have a $30 per month broadband subsidy, um, low-income households eligible low-income households, $75 if you're on tribal land. And so right now there's like 15, 16, 17 million households enrolled, figure a few people per household. Um, the government Sizing. estimates that there should be around 40 million households enrolled based on eligibility. Um, so we're not even halfway to the point of getting the eligible people in the country enrolled, and we're, mm -hmm. we are still about a year out of this program running out of funding. And I don't think anyone who's watching Congress feels good about the idea that this Congress is going to fund another you know, uh, social program anytime soon. Um, so there are apparently other avenues. The FCC could fund it, but the FCC's you know, universal service fund might be dismantled by a court. So it's, it's unclear. Yeah. Well, and, and there was a suggestion. I think maybe it was Grant with the AC Connects. Uh, he had a couple ideas. One was like, well, what about like any bead funding that didn't get used? Can you apply that? I think it's a little early to know yeah. if that is a possibility, you know, because we're not even at, nothing's been allocated yeah. yet. Um, anyway, but, um, but you're right. So it is kind of worrisome because you'd have all these people enrolled. And then if they decide to not refund it, which I think would be, I think politically difficult to do, but yeah. You know, it could still happen. It's like, what is the recourse for operators 
all of these operators who have uh, customers who either had come in new through that program or maybe upgraded to a faster service with, with the money mm-hmm. that they were getting from the program. Uh, what's the recourse? What do you do? Um, and there was a luncheon today, a press luncheon, um, and I had asked that question to uh, Patty Boyers with Boycom, who's chair of ACA Connects, and she said, um, you know, they have a number of people who are in that situation. Mm-hmm. So they're starting to noodle on a plan B on what do we do if this happens, right? If people can't pay or, you know, do we create a program that they can afford at a certain speed? I mean, they're, they're going to have to start to weigh these things now just in case because I don't think you want to, you know, when the train's about to hit you, you're like, oh, what should I do? You right. know? <laughs> so, so they're going to have to start thinking about it because um, the government, as we know, yeah. doesn't always move like it's being jabbed with a pointy stick. No, it know, doesn't, so, and it yeah. doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon. So, yeah, so mm-hmm. pri- private providers might want to look at how can we offer an affordable option, yeah. um, but I don't know. That just seems really unrealistic to cover mm-hmm. an additional 17 million households that way. Right. Yeah, so I'll have to keep an eye on that one. So that's that was certainly. a good one. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. this, is, yeah, that's this a could good be... Uh, it's a controversial, it's, interesting yeah, thing it's that happened. Noting, yeah. You know, the digital divide is not just having internet access where you need it, but it's right. making sure that the people can afford it. And mm-hmm. this was a big part of making sure that people could afford it. And um, I question why the sum of money was so small to begin with. Uh, I don't think Grant's idea of distributing bead funding is um, feasible. I think all of the bead funding is going to be allocated by NTIA, I guess. And then if we were to wait and see if it was actually spent, we're talking about like several years from now yeah. and ACP has already expired you yeah. know, by then. So Right. Yeah, because I think his other thought was, you know, some states are going to be, some, you know, some are going to have enough, some are going to have overflow. But you're right. He, uh, he would agree probably that knowing how much overflow and if it's available to redistribute somewhere, yeah. it's going to be beyond the point right. that the uh, the program would run out of its funding if they don't decide to replenish it. Yeah, yeah. so it's something I think for us to watch for the next year at least and so mm-hmm. see what happens. Well, I'm glad you're keeping an eye on it. I and am. that you also could recite <laughs> what ACP is down to the dollars because I, you know, every time I have to write about it, I'm like, what is that again? And, you know, so I give so you credit for, for uh, having that seared into your mind. <laughs> Who knows what it replaced? Probably something very mm-hmm. useful. Like, yeah, know, yeah. You'll, like you'll, you'll, uh, it'll come up later. Number, and you'll, yeah. like, like, I remember the whole, I knew how to boil water, <laughs> you know, and then... <laughs> <laughs> I have to I Google that one. Oh, yeah. I forgot to call my mom for a birthday three times in yeah. three years yeah, ago. Something falls out, you know, <laughs> so you have to you have that you know, fixed amount of memory. Yeah, so, exactly, yeah. Yeah, um, so. yeah so the, um, I'm trying to think of anything else that was big. I mean, retrans, you know, we won't dig into that, but. Uh, <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let the others figure that yeah, one out. That's... But, uh, yeah, any other. Um, Big takeaways. I, I think one thing was um, guy with uh, NTIA, yeah. which is going to do the allocation. Mm-hmm. There, uh, they had talked. To, I don't, I'm not as familiar with this aspect of uh, bead, but kind of he kept bringing the buy American, build yeah. American, and he said, "Well, we're going to have some guidance yeah. on that coming up." Okay. So have they? It sounds like they haven't really 
formally told everybody what that's going to be. So um, the infrastructure law mandates that the broadband grants you uh, abide by build by America, build America, whatever it is, build mm. by might be the reverse, whatever. <laughs> and then uh, the industry got involved and was like, no, no, please, no. And then NTIA said, never mind, we're going to issue a waiver for the middle mile program so that mm. the grants going out through that, which we're supposed to start this month, um, wouldn't be held to that statute. Then President Biden, during the State of the Union, made a point to say that all of the federal infrastructure grants are going to have to abide by Build America, Buy America. So the next day, or the day after, whatever, NTIA put out a blog that was like, okay, yes, we are going to adhere to these rules and stay tuned for further guidance. Because after Biden said, made this pronouncement, I think it was the Office of Management and Budget or some other federal agency put out uh, basically a public notice um, with some potential minor rules that need to be sorted out for comment. So that's all being done now, I think, is some additional little questions they had about uh, infrastructure stuff and mm -hmm. manufacturing stuff that yeah. the, in the industry, I believe, is responding to <laughs> that then should make it back to the OMB and then to NTIA for to, to issue final guidance on what this actually looks like. But the short answer to that is, yeah, they're going to adhere to Buy America because Biden doubled down on it um, and the industry had been pushing back against that. So there's kind of a commitment out there yeah. hanging above everybody. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because there was... I can't remember who he was with. There was an operator that had a question. It's like, hey, during the earlier phases of the pandemic, you know, we, you know, with, with supply chain and all this stuff, it was like we had to source stuff from wherever we could get it, including here, you know, outside the U.S., whatever. And we also now have a, uh, not a surplus, but they have inventory. Yeah. And it's like we don't want to just have it languish, you know, and, and not be able to be used to, to put to use because of some mandate related. So that was a good question. Um, I'm not sure what the situation is. It probably varies by operator, but it's a valid yeah. question. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, def it definitely varies from the conversations I've had. You know, it depends. And certainly the, the uh, vendors, it varies because some of them are making a lot of their stuff in the United States and yeah. some of them aren't. Um, so I think, you know, the bead program also has a fairly short timeline, so I think it's going to come down to what is actually available. Uh, yes, they're going to push this this statute, but if it's not, if this stuff is not actually available, then what are we going to do? So I, I assume there's going to be some work between now and the next year or two to ramp up production of some of this stuff, but. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. It's it's a concern mm -hmm. for the industry that they've tried yeah. to push back against, but um, yeah, this is so, you know, so many moving parts in, yeah. in this. It's a big program. So. It is a big program. Yeah, it's, it's a complicated. lot of money. Yeah. It's federal money, so it's reasonable to uh, you know force the recipients to adhere to some rules. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because I think when you put the bill out there, it's like, well, here's a, an amount, and then it's like, okay, now the hard work yeah. begins. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it'll be, what is it, March 1st now? Um, NTIA is expected to make its allocations on June 30th as of uh, last time they announced a date. Right. So, um, so, yeah, from there, it's going to be really interesting to see uh, the activity in the states. We'll hear a little bit about that later today because um, the states then will 
be submitting their plans to NTIA, and then once NTIA approves approves them, then the ISPs can finally get their hands on that money. All right. So a lot to keep an eye on, but wow. uh, I think um, you know it's good. Got a chance to come down here and, and uh, you know kind of hear some a lot of different voices about these uh, uh, these programs and these issues. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's where we'll leave it for now, Sounds and uh, we'll we'll head back out and see what else is going on. Sounds good to me. What they're going to build on. So let's do it. All right. Great to see you. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.